This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates LTD or Compass in Westport, Connecticut. If at any point during the show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call. You can call us at 800-339-9252 or you can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, feel free to head over to our radio page check out past shows and subscribe to our show on iTunes or Google Play. That way you can make sure you're always kept up to date with our latest episodes. Now, Tony, today we are talking about eight ways to avoid returning to the workforce after retirement. We spend our entire careers working toward the retirement goal. Having to return to work after retirement can be very frustrating. Yeah, I would imagine it would be. And this is going to be a great topic to talk about today on the Financial Compass. But First, I have to say, Matt, thank you for having me on the show once again. Love doing this each week with you, and hopefully our listeners uh, are tuning in, and I know they will learn something today because this is a good one. We don't want to get into retirement and be forced to go back to work. Now, some people go back to work because they choose to, but having to go back to work after you retire uh, could feel a lot like uh, working for nothing for all those years if you truly don't get to relax and retire, right? Yeah, I, I often will tell people, you know, retirement, you want to make sure you get to retire and stay retired the way you define it. Yep. Right? So maybe you do define it as continuing to work, but if that's how you've defined it, then you've had a successful retirement. So we just want to, we're going to keep that in mind. It's not that going back to work is a bad option. You know, we're actually going to talk about it, but making sure that you have the right plan in place so that you're putting, you're doing all the right things. That really makes a big difference. Well, you know, Tony, it's been said, Ben Franklin once wrote that nothing is guaranteed in life, but death and taxes. Oh, and pizza. And, and, well, it's not guaranteed, but it should be. Yes. It's, it should be. But even the best retirement plans go can go astray. How, you know, for a lot of retirees, it isn't always a lack of funds that drives them back into the workforce. Now, certainly a lack of money is one reason retirees return to work, but others find that they're missing fulfillment in retirement. Often retirement's a journey. It's not a destination. So today we're going to talk about some options if you want to retire and stay retired the way you define it. So you said it's a journey, not a destination. And when you said journey, I was thinking maybe we could call this episode, Don't Stop Believing in Retirement. Uh, no. <laughs> no. I'm going to have to ask you to stop that. <laughs> no. <laughs> actually, these ways actually come from a U.S. News and World Report article from July 2018, not from Steve Perry and the boys from Journey. Uh, but, you know, hey, I, I, I respect you going deep. In, well, you didn't go that deep into the Journey catalog for that no, one. But regardless, no. <laughs> at least you went there. Now, so let's let's talk about some of these ways. The first option I want to talk about today, one that I feel is very important to consider. I've helped 
a lot of people on the retirement journeys. The most success now that's just going to be stuck in my head. Don't stop believing, Tony. I just kind of thank you for that one. But <laughs> the most successful and happy journeys are the one that are about retiring to something, not simply retiring to escape a job or career. You know, you want to retire to something. One common reason for retirees to return to work is simple boredom. Some people focus solely on achieving their financial retirement goals but they neglect to think enough about what they'll actually do in retirement. So when they get to retirement, they find themselves without a purpose. Well, and that's, I think that happens frequently. So how can we avoid that? That whole wandering without a purpose feeling, is this where a a solid written retirement plan comes into play? Absolutely. A retirement savings plan, that's half of the blueprint. Designing how you'll live a purposeful retirement, that's the, that's the other really important part. Visualize your days without work. Think about how you'll live your life each day. Now, some people just think, oh, margaritas on the beach in Mexico or golf. But even the most diehard margarita or golf fan is kind of going to get bored in that paradigm. So, you know, take this pre-retirement vacation and practice how you live. Do this in your mind. What activities excite you the most about retiring? Where are you going to go? Who are you going to interact with? Where will you live? What's on your bucket list if you have a bucket list for retirement? If you don't start building one, how long will you bring that list uh, and how how long and how deep is that bucket going to be? If you struggle to see yourself as retired, you might not enjoy the lifestyle. I have I have clients who are 80 years old and still working because they love working. The idea of retirement is abhorrent to them, but that's the way they define their life. They don't have to work now, but they love working. But retirement's a new chapter in your life. Creating an outline before you start to write it can help ensure you avoid, you know, you avoid writer's block. Yeah. Well, writer's block. These are great questions, and I'm sure that they can really impact our future in retirement. So what's something else, though, Matt, we need to consider? I believe a very important decision you can make when it comes to your Social Security benefit is deciding when to apply. However, knowing when you should choose to begin receiving payments or for which type of benefit you should file requires you first to know how your Social Security benefit will be calculated. So in other words, you need to understand the two factors that will most affect your monthly benefit, and that's the primary insurance amount, of, and it's, that's referred to as your PIA, and full retirement age, which is referred to as FRA. Huh. So FRA is full retirement age. Does when we begin taking our benefit play a big part in maximizing our social security then? Uh, You've said before it does, right? Yeah, it it certainly does. This is why our next option is to delay your retirement date. Delaying retirement is a practical way to avoid having to return to the workforce. As you continue working, focus on putting more of your income into savings and watch your existing investments compound with time. This will strengthen your nest egg, help you prepare for your eventual last day of work. Every day you work decreases the numbers of days you'll need to fund in retirement. Now, hey, if you've done planning from the very beginning and, you know, if you haven't, you started in your 50s or 60s. Maybe you can give your kids a leg up and have them start early enough. Maybe you can retire early and you still don't have to touch your Social Security because you've built an income stream for that. But most Americans haven't. So some you can begin receiving benefits early from Social Security at age 62. Now, however, each year you delay receiving your benefit, your payment may increase. So 
The Social Security website, they have a policy document entitled Incentivizing Delayed Claiming of Social Security Retirement Benefits Before Reaching the Full Retirement Age. Uh, of course, since it's a government policy document, it has that really long title. It could have just been a lot simpler. But Melissa A.Z. Knoll and Anya Olson, they state that by delaying payments to age 70, for example, recipients may receive up to 32% increase in benefits. That's a big roll up on a guaranteed income source. So taking a loan, it's an incredibly substantial difference. But when you apply that difference over a lifetime, you can really begin to see how important it is to maximize your benefit. Filing at the wrong time may reduce your potential benefit amount. Well, and I think that's really good advice. So for some people, then filing at the wrong time could cost them their retirement. I mean, is that a mistake that can be fixed? Well, it's an excellent question. Simple answer is no. Once you file for Social Security, you are permanently locked into that monthly benefit amount. That said, there is one way you can change your monthly benefit, but it's often difficult for people to take advantage of uh, because most likely they haven't been planning or working with an advisor of some sort. So uh, if you've been on Social Security for less than 12 months and you pay back the full benefit amount you've received, you can defer your benefit and refile later. Uh, when your monthly amount, it could be potentially higher. But using that loophole means you need to be able to repay the benefit in full. Many people might not have that money on hand. So in short, you may want to work with a professional, with a trusted financial services professional, an advisor to help determine when is the best time to file for you in order to optimize your social security benefits. Yeah, that's that's key right there. So uh, our time is just about up for this first segment. Is there anything else you want to share with us before we have to take this break? Well, since we're talking so much about Social Security maximization, why don't I share this? We know this can be overwhelming. It can be nerve-wracking for a lot of people. Go to our website. Click on the color of money risk analysis. It says get your risk analysis score in the top left-hand corner. It'll guide you through this 11-question assessment. After you're done with that, you'll have a chance to fill out some information and get a social security maximization report. Get those two things, then we'll sit down. We'll talk about how you put these things into a comprehensive financial plan and the steps you need to take so that you can have that retirement of your dreams so that one that you're visualizing and all those questions you're going to be asking yourself, you have a much greater chance of realizing that, that retirement you've been dreaming of your whole life. Yeah, I think that's very smart. Now, Listeners, stay tuned because we're going to be right back to learn more options for avoiding having to return to the workforce after we retire here on the Financial Compass with our amazing host, Matt Brunner. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Comprehensive Planning Associates by visiting compass-ltd.com or calling us at 203-454-5970. Hello and welcome back to the Financial Compass. My name is Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD or Compass. If at any point during the show you want to learn more information, feel free to give us a call, 800-339-9252. Visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, feel free to head over to our radio page, check out past shows, subscribe to the show on iTunes or Google Play. You want to make sure you can always keep up to date with the latest episodes of today. Tony Shore, the awesome co-host and myself are talking about ways to avoid returning to the workforce after retirement. Yeah, we've been talking about it and you've been giving us a lot of great tips. 
Uh, so far, you've covered two major ways uh, that we can avoid having to reti- you know, return to that workforce. One was retire to something. Have a plan on what you're going to do in retirement. And the other is delay that retirement date. Uh, you may have to do that. So what's another way? Well, the next way is a very common issue for retirees, deciding to relocate or downsize. Remember, one of the questions that we brought up when we were talking about retiring to something in the first segment of the show, if you missed that, be sure to visit the webpage. It's compass-ltd.com for a full recording of this episode. Every episode is actually there, the Financial Compass. But when if so, if you miss retiring to something, download that and listen to the first part. But that's another another big one we want to talk about right now is downsizing or relocating. All right. Well, that's great. Now, when you say relocating, though, you mean like moving to a whole new place? Yeah, a lot. You know, seniors flock to places like Florida, Arizona, also known as God's waiting room um, (laughs) for more than just the weather. Yeah. (laughs) You know, neither of those two states have state income tax. That means you can avoid state taxes on retirement income by moving there or to one of the six other states that have the same taxation policy. If you want to avoid state income taxes, but um, desserts and beaches are not your thing, you do have plenty of options. There was a bankrate.com article from July 2018. It was entitled, Is a State with No Income Tax Better or Worse? Now, seven U.S. states forego individual income taxes as of 2018. That's Alaska, Florida, Nevada, South Dakota, Texas, Washington, and Wyoming. Now, residents in New Hampshire and Tennessee are also spared from handing over an extra chunk of their paycheck, though they do pay tax on dividends and income from investments. So no matter no, no matter what the climate or your, your feelings about cowboys or casinos, there is a state with income tax benefits for you if, if you're going to consider to relocate. Oh, so, well, I know a lot of people uh, don't like relocation. I've always been a fan of cowboys, but not everybody's going to want to move. So what mm-hmm. happens if they want to stay close to friends and family? Well, if you prefer to stay in your current state, downsizing your home has the dual benefit of lower maintenance and utility costs, lowering your property taxes. Another article on U.S. News & World Report entitled How to Decide Whether Downsizing is the Right Choice for You breaks down some of the pros and cons of downsizing. Ah, well, pros and cons. I love pros and cons. I'm going to get a pen and paper ready. Hopefully our audience will too. Okay. So, uh, all right, you're ready. So here we go. Yep. Downsizing can make sense, both for financial and logistical reasons, but it might not be an advantageous choice in every situation. There's many factors you want to consider in order to decide whether downsizing is right for you. So some of the pros and cons of moving to a smaller home, get ready. Make sure that pen's working. You ready, Tony? I'm ready. Okay. Pros. You will gain access to the equity in your house. So when you trade your current house for a less expensive one, you free up that money to invest in other ways or simply to have more money to spend. Now, you may lower your monthly costs. You know, a smaller house may have lower utility bills, lower taxes, cost less to insure. And if you've been in an older home, maybe a smaller, newer home will be more efficient. Uh, be aware the cost may be higher in your new location even for a smaller home, but maybe not. Uh, You will have less to maintain. Smaller house means you have less to clean. If the new house is a smaller yard, that's less effort to maintain the outside. And if you move to an apartment or a condo or retirement community where all that exterior maintenance is included in your monthly fee, you will eliminate that chore altogether. Now, downsizing will force you to reduce your possessions, and you've probably accumulated a vast array of possessions over your lifetime. Tidying has become a popular craze over the past few years, but you may not feel any urgency to toss your unused possessions if you have no 
plans to move in the foreseeable future. I know my mother's going through this. She walks through rooms and she just looks like, why I don't need all this stuff anymore. And you know, then there's uh, <laughs> my brother who's just always collecting things. So it's both, it can go both ways. Well, yeah, I've heard it both ways. Um, <laughs> and those are some good pros though. I especially like the one Matt about having less to clean and yet less yard work because uh, I hate yard work. But what kind of cons then are we looking at? Okay. Well, when considering downsizing, some of the cons would be moving is costly. You know, the cost of moving or disposing your possessions, the realtor's commission, the money you spend to fix up, furnish your new home, it could easily amount to a significant portion of the cost of your current house. Uh, another, your house might require a lot of repairs, a lot of upgrades before you can sell it. When it comes time to put your house on the market, your realtor may suggest that walls need to be repainted and carpet needs to be replaced. All those repairs you've put off for years now need to be made. So that will cost money. And unless you're handy, you're, you're going to have to hire someone to do that. And let's face it, moving is a hassle. You know, it takes a lot of time and energy to pack and unpack for everything you're not going to move. You'll need to sell it, donate it, dispose of it, make arrangements for your kids to come get what they want. And if you're married, you and your spouse may have less room for personal space. Now, you and your spouse probably enjoy having a place to go when you want some time away from each other. Now, this is where you go to work on your hobby or listen to music, read. In a smaller house, there may not be the same amount of room for you each to have your own area, and you'll spend a little more time in close proximity. Yeah, and that can be tough. I mean... It's a big one. I enjoy having my personal space to work on my collection of ships in a bottle, of course. That's my me time. I'm kidding. Is that what you call it? Ships in a bottle? I thought you were just working on the bottle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. Yeah, my I have a music room I, full of albums, and I, I do record collecting and listen to music. I, I That's my that's my me time. Uh, it's, very, you know, it's very common for these things to happen. Having personal space. Me time can be very valuable. I love being with my family, but a couple minutes every day, I just need a little bit of downtime to recharge. You know, just a, even if it's just a few minutes, just that personal space comes in handy. Downsizing is just one option. Just like any of these ways, you have to make sure you find the one that's right for you and for your situation. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's key. Now our time is almost up for this segment. Is there anything you want to add before we take another quick break here? Yes, uh, I, we talked about it before. It, this can be overwhelming, can be nerve-wracking, especially as the list grows longer. I think I see, you sometimes see people's shoulders start to shrug over and their eyes glaze over. But you don't have to do it alone. Visit the website, compass-lta, or call the office, 800-339-9252, and take two steps. Very first one, it's easy. Get your what's called color of money risk analysis done. And you get a score. When, As you walk through that process, you have an option to fill out what's called the Social Security Maximization Report. Take those two reports. Sit down. We'll do a no-cost, no-obligation complimentary consultation. We'll sit down and just talk about some of your options, the steps you take to put these pieces of information into your comprehensive financial plan, where you talk about your savings, your spending, and then also that vision you have for your future. And we try and ma match all those things up with all the things that are out there in the financial world so that you can have the greatest chance of achieving all those dreams that you have for retirement. All right. Well, I think that's fantastic. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back after this with more ways to avoid returning to the workforce after retirement with our host, Matthew Brunner. When it comes to retirement planning, 
Many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where the retirement assets should be invested. While accumulating your desired amount of retirement assets is important, we feel that it is just as important to have your money in assets that represent the level of risk or safety that you want. Red money is money that is at risk and subject to market volatility. Yellow money is money that is at risk but is professionally managed. And green money is money that may have its principal protected and is less subject to large market swings. At Comprehensive Planning Associates, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money, which is located inside our Retirement Income Toolkit. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download our complimentary Retirement Income Toolkit at compass-ltd.com or call us at 203-454-5970. That number again is 203-454-5970. Hello and welcome back to The Financial Compass with our host, Matthew Brunner, and I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. Now, if at any point during the show you want to learn more uh, you want to listen to past shows, subscribe to this show as a podcast, please go to compass-ltd.com and you'll get a lot of information there. You can go to the radio page, check that out. So that's compass-ltd.com. Now today you've been telling us about ways to avoid returning to the workforce after retirement, Matt. And you talked about relocating or maybe downsizing as one way. And I know in this last part of the show, you want to talk about a couple of more ways. Uh, you said you wanted to talk about cutting living expenses and discovering meaningful work. I, I mean, who doesn't want to cut living expenses? But how do we do that? Okay. Retirement can open opportunities to lower living expenses through better money management, uh, some frugal living, and a less wasteful lifestyle. So pay close attention to your bank and credit card accounts for recurring costs that can be eliminated. And before each purchase, especially new purchases of household items, ask yourself, is it, is it truly needed or is it a nice to have item? Find creative uses for things you already own. There's a huge market for secondhand goods. But consuming less is better for both your pocketbook and footprint on the earth. It's maybe not better for the economy as a whole, but that's what the younger generation's for, right? But removing frivolous and unnecessary, unnecessary spending each month leaves more money to spend on experiences, and it helps to secure re your retirement. Well, I, I think that's great. And you also mentioned another way, discovering meaningful work. That sounds great, but what is it? What does it mean? Well, many retirees are happy to leave a career but sometimes they miss the intellectual engagement that comes from earning a living. Now, some may miss the challenge of problem solving. Others may simply miss the social aspect of working in a group. Uh, some people just miss the free creamers in the break room. You know, whatever it is. <laughs> for, for, awesome. those who enjoy, <laughs> for those who enjoy the pursuit of financial gain, retirement's an excellent opportunity to begin a second career, which combines you know, personal passion and entrepreneurship. If your business idea is something you're passionate about, and financial gains not a primary motivator, the pursuit may not feel like work at all. I, I remember somebody saying a long time ago, if you can match your purpose with your paycheck, you'll never work another day in your life. So, you know, discovering that second career, starting a business in retirement based on something you enjoy, it could be a surefire way to avoid returning to your pre-retirement occupation. Volunteering and mentoring, those could also help fill the social and intellectual needs. So regardless of which direction you choose, Finding meaningful activities and work in retirement can be exceptionally rewarding. 
Well, it sounds like it would be rewarding, uh, and I get that now. Uh, this has been a very informative episode of the Financial Compass today. Uh, just to recap, uh, why don't you go through what we've covered, uh, those different ways to avoid returning to the workforce in retirement? Sure. The ones we covered are from that article today. Retire to something. Uh, we covered delay your retirement date, if at all possible. You can sock that extra money away. Uh, we went over the pros and cons of relocation or downsizing, talked about cutting living expenses, and discovering new meaningful work. If you, mess, if you missed any of those ways, be sure to visit compass-ltd.com for a full recording of this in every episode. Uh, you can go to Google Play, iTunes to get the past episodes and make sure you just don't miss any. If you, if you do and you have some other questions, call us, visit the website, call us at 800-339-9252 or visit the website compass-ltd.com. You don't have to go this alone. We're willing to help. Again, get a color of money risk analysis, fill out the social security maximization report, and then take advantage of that. We offer a no cost, no obligation initial consultation where we sit down, go over the results of those things and talk about some of the next steps you can take to plan that retirement of your dreams. All right, and that concludes our time for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our amazing host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252 or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisory services offered by Gradient Securities, LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.